Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea. Ed Sheehan for Colony Confidential. What's up? This is Joey Buns, Colony Confidential. Talking all things related to business. You got your dose today? Your first vaccine? I did. And it was easier than I thought. I got online outside and then some guy came to the door. There was two people ahead of me. There's some chairs you had when you were in high school or grammar school. There's forms to read about COVID. They tell you the different ways it could kill you. And not COVID, the vaccine. I got the Pfizer vaccine, which is three weeks instead of four. And I met this lovely nurse from Georgia. And he asked you all the questions all over again. You do this, you do this. I go, don't ask me if I'm pregnant. She's like, yeah, that, you, no, I won't. I go, okay. Oh, anyway, I'll tell you, I didn't even feel the shot. I thought, did I get it? She goes, yeah, she's putting a bandaid over the shot. And they're telling you what could happen. She says, oh, you got to go in this room and don't leave till 1220. Okay. Then um, this other lady came over and she handed me this stuff, papers, and then they have a barcode on the side with some other information, which I will discuss with your sister tonight or a future date, depending on how she feels. Well, look, it went very smooth. I have history there. I was there in 56 for my thumb. They didn't have the knowledge to fix it. And then I met your mother there, and I did some really good drinking across the street in King's Corner Bar, which sadly is not there anymore. So I had a fun time in Kings County Hospital. Does your arm hurt? No. What are you looking at? We're asking everybody to send us their crazy questions and let us know what they want to know about. So we searched the intranet, as you would call it, the high fidelity web. And we pain in the ass thing. Yeah, good. We found some questions. Can you sleep peacefully knowing there is a cockroach lurking somewhere in the bedroom? And which you have not been able to chase out. Chase out. (laughs) Yes, you can. What I would suggest you do is look in the uh, drawers next to the bed. He's in there for a reason, probably for some food, water, or shelter. I'm going to guess food. So if, if you've had food in these drawers or on top of your night table, wash it down. And if he still doesn't leave, there's not much harm he can do to you except that he's skeevy and if you if you got one okay if you got a bunch of them you're gonna have a bad odor and i know there's been reports that they have eaten eyebrows of state patients in hospitals now that goes back 25 years ago i read that so if you got one cockroach clean it up and you'll be okay and then tomorrow if you're very very upset you need to call a pest management professional who's duly licensed and certified in whatever state uh, you live in. And he also has insurance. That's very important. God forbid anything happens. See, that's a great answer. But can you sleep peacefully? Uh, that's a personal question. Uh, me, personally? I could. I could, yeah. Could I? Absolutely. Knowing that once I saw it, I did a treatment. I think I'd be able to sleep peacefully after that. Okay. Whose eyebrows did they eat? His name was Gingy Labatz. I don't know. I read it in an article. They didn't mention the guy's name. It was just in an article that they have been known to eat eyebrows of patients in hospitals. Do you remember when we had NYPD forensic entomologist? Yeah, that guy was cool. So do you remember the story where the baby 
unfortunately died and they thought it was the roaches that killed the baby. No, tell me it again. The baby had been going back and forth to, to the dermatologist and it had this weird skin uh, rash. Then the baby died a few weeks or months later and Child Protective Services was called in because everything was infested with cockroaches. But he was brought in to see if that's what the cause of death was. And they later found out that it was sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS. So yeah, that was interesting. So let's go on to another question. Ready? Yeah. I found out that I have bed bugs, but the exterminator can't come till Tuesday. I'm being eaten alive. I have no one to stay with until then. How do I manage? The first thing you do, you find out where they are, which I'm assuming if you're being eaten alive, you had them for a while. But I would get a vacuum cleaner and I'd strip the bed and I'd vacuum everything, every insect I saw. And then I'd flip the mattress and I'd vacuum it again. And so I'm not exterminating bed bugs at that time. I'm harvesting. So if you go to bed and you don't see any, why what, what bother with the pest management guy? I got news for you. You didn't get them all. They're coming back. You just harvested them. I would have a professional come in. It's going to be a lot of work for you. Let him explain that to you. She already has an exterminator, but he can't come in until a few days. So I think your vacuum idea is a great idea. Yeah, that's the only thing I get. There. So when a guy comes and he can explain to her, there's two or three treatments. She's got to bag a lot of stuff. She's got to live out of bags for a while. And when he's done, I'm assuming he's going to tell her to get one of those what do they call them? Covers on the mattresses? Either a liner or a mattress encasement. You put that on there and then you seal them out. You can't get in there. Well, Active Guard is impregnated cover. It doesn't seal them out. It starts killing them right away. There's hundreds of companies out there selling casements where you put it on and you zip it up and bed bugs can't get in and they can't get out. So which are the ones that just seals them out? Just a mattress encasement. Yeah, okay. When they put the active gut on, the pesticide that kills them does not affect us. No, there's a whole EPA registration process, and the wording on active gut is very good. They say that you could sleep on it and everything like that. Okay. How long does that pesticide last? They say it's good for two years, but... For, for a trick, we are putting the liners on the box spring so that there is no direct contact with humans. Ah, okay. And if there's no box spring, we're inverting it and putting it on the underside of the mattress because they're still crawling around down there. And so if, then after you put the active guard, do you put another encasement on top of it? No. no. That's up to the consumer. If they want to double down and do both, that's up to them. But our protocol in a traditional chemical treatment is putting the active guard on. And if you have salespeople out and about, that's part of closing the sale for bed bugs, where you say, we can't get out till next Tuesday, let's say, but I have these mattress liners that'll start killing bed bugs today. I can get them and bring them back in and install them right now. So this is a good solution for the person that asked. In the meantime, the vacuuming, possibly asking the PMP if he has these active guard liners and or the mattress encasements. And if he can't get them to you, they are sold in other places, but usually are less expensive from a pest management professional. And I'm assuming if we sell it to you, we install it for you. 
Usually, yeah. During the first treatment, the technician will install them. That's part of the phone conversation for our CSS is how many beds do you have? What size are they? What size are the box springs? Or if we do a canine inspection first, when the canine alerts, the canine handlers report back to the office says four bedrooms, bedroom one, queen, bedroom two, king, bedroom three and four, twins. You know what I mean? I got it. All right, let's go on to the next question. Okay, I'm ready. What do I do? I found a rat in my room. All doors and windows are closed. I don't know how he got in, but I don't know what to do. Will he go away? Is it safe to sleep? I would tell you, you got to check your pipes. You got a radiator. You got a phone line that comes in. It starts out as a small hole, but they can shoot through it. If I was to go to your house, I would tell you, again, clean up everything. And, and what I mean, everything in the kitchen, all the sweet and low sugar, it's got to be put in a container. I'll clean everything down. And before you go to bed, make sure you wash your hands thoroughly so there's no food on them and wipe your mouth. The chances of them biting you at night, if it's only one rat, it's possible, but unlikely. They're there for a reason. They're looking for food, water. They're not going to get any water from you, and they're going to get any shelter from your body. Doors don't mean anything. Windows don't mean anything. But it's the plumbing and electrical wires and phone wires. You got to look at that. Go to the hardware store and get copper mesh and seal it up as tight as you can. That's a temporary measure. Yeah. Is it safe to sleep? Yeah, wipe your mouth. So remember when our neighbor got bit on the nose? What neighbor was that? Because they might have deserved it. Who was it? The mechanic's wife. Oh, yeah. She deserved it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so She got bit on the nose. They were asleep when she got bit. Ooh. That's the second or third time I heard something like that. His house was relatively clean. He did have a huge pantry in the basement. So that probably was the draw. How was the yard? There was a lot of dog food because remember they had the two big Roddies back there. Okay, so. And right behind him was a supermarket, just like with us. So the supermarket had too many and Mickey Mouse or Ronnie the Rat got tired of waiting online. They did a little excursion and they found out here's this wonderful dog food. And then, well, what the hell? Let's go into the house. Maybe we'll find something good down in the pantry. Whatever. There's a reason they got there. So, yes, it was the stores on Flatbush Avenue. It was the dog food. And rats are always looking around. Here's another good question. How did London get rid of all of the thousands of pigeons in Trafalgar Square? Probably fed them Avatrol. That was a guess, right? Avatrol, yeah. So here's what, what I think. In, in true sense of IPM, integrated pest management, they started by stopping the people from feeding the pigeons. Impossible in New York City. And they also, I believe, stopped selling food for the pigeons, which was a thing that was going on for tourists. And once the food supply dries up, so does the pest, right? Maybe they'll go to Venice next. (laughs) What you said makes a lot of sense. You don't feed them. You don't give the people food to feed them. Did they also issue summonses for viewer feeding the pigeons? 
I didn't dig that. I think that was good, but you still get granny, sweet little old lady that shows up with a bunch of stuff for them every day here in New York. All right. Here's another question. We just adopted a kitten and found out it's full of fleas. Is it dangerous to keep the kitten in the bedroom? My clothes. <laughs> yes. 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 Jesus. Everybody loves a kitten. The only thing I could tell you has got to be quarantined. I would keep him in a box with a clothes, put a few holes in it so he can breathe a little water in there. And tomorrow I would take him to a vet and I would have him dipped in a solution. I would also call a professional and I would have him treat the house. However, I will tell you, if you take him to the vet, you need to know what pesticide the vet is using. So you don't want to use the same active ingredient. Look at the active ingredient. If it's the same active ingredient, don't use it. Because it could a kitten definitely is gonna hurt, in my opinion. Basically, what's in that bath is a pesticide that goes yeah. in the bloodstream of the animal. So you may overdo it, even though, like you said, the product is different name, the active ingredient could be the same, and then you you could be poisoning the animal. And then also I can't stress enough, this is a two-prong attack. Don't have the exterminator do it and not go to the vet. Go to the vet first. Then have the exterminator treat the house. Bathe the cat, the kitten, in warm soapy water to kill some of the fleas with the water and start vacuuming immediately every single place that the, the animal has been and throw the vacuum bag out immediately. Exactly. That's what you should do right away. And then, of course, vet. Also have the, the vet check the kitten's eyes because in my experience with all these cats... The little kittens had conjunctivitis of the eye, so you want to get that checked while you're there. And, All right. And, Thanks, Dr. Oz. All right. You're welcome. I'm not sure what that has to do with fleas, but you got a PhD? Yes, I do. It's in a specialized field called bullshit. Yeah, You got a PhD, a player-hating degree. A what? Player-hating degree. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Oh, here's an interesting tidbit, Mr. Rats. What do you think are the top 10 rattiest cities in the U.S.? What do you think number one is? Chicago. You're right. I'm smart. I read an article about that about two weeks ago. Where do you think New York falls? Third. Okay, fancy pants. L.A. is second. D.C. is fourth. I'm going to go five through ten now. San Francisco, Detroit, Philly, Cleveland, Baltimore, Denver. Denver, wow, that's a surprise, huh? Yeah. Wow. Denver's a very clean city from what I remember. All right. My friend Isabel's out there. I'll have to talk to her about that. Oh, so Cuomo is talking about he's lifting most of the cluster rules and is vowing New York City restaurant plan in days. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, he's going to open it up. You can, you can go inside and eat now. The end of the week or something, or Monday, whatever. He didn't say what Monday or what end of the week. Hopefully it's this week. He didn't say that. I'm just saying hopefully. He's a very good speaker, and he's great at being vague. Hopefully we're back to the restaurants being open, so they can survive and they can feed their families. And people can go back to work. A lot of people are out of work. 
The trickle down effect from the closure of everything is tremendous because you think, okay, it's only restaurants, but think of everyone that provides that restaurant with a service or a product. They too took a major hit. It's all about small business and keeping them going because all these huge companies are really not affected by it because, well, for whatever reason, we're allowed to go into Home Depot and stand right next to each other and all these other big places, but we can't sit and eat in a restaurant. Anyway, New York seems like they're going to put a plan together to have us back dining indoors and making sure that those establishments have some type of revenue coming in more so than they currently do. I think it was last week, Chicago, Philly, D.C., all announced plans to resume indoor dining at 25% capacity. And I think a little bit earlier before that, California lifted its stay-at-home order and curfew and is allowing dining to resume for the first time since November. So we're getting there, right? We're getting there with the vaccines. We're starting to open up a little bit more. These are all good things. And I cannot stress this enough. Please go out and patronize all of these businesses that you've seen hurting during this time. It is the best thing. We talk about starting in your community and building from there. You're right. Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea. Zed Sheehan for Colony Confidential. I got my first COVID shot today. And I'm going to get the other one February 20th. Until we meet again. Stay safe. God bless you. All right, Mr. America. Thank you for that. This is Joey Buns, The Brains. I hope you enjoyed this Q&A. I would encourage you to send us all of your questions at colonyconfidential at gmail.com. You can DM us anywhere on social media. And don't forget, Colony Confidential Podcast on Instagram. New, new, new alert. Colony Confidential Podcast on Instagram. Go check it out. Send us your questions. However, some of you guys that are Ed's friends, if you want to send him a a ticker tape or a telegram, whatever you got to do, let's make it happen. We want to hear from you. Thanks again and enjoy the week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and review. Send us anything you want us to know about at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.